Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're studying the Word of God. We want to look at the revelation that God has given to us, given to us so that we can know Him, know what it means to follow Him and know Him. We're working our way through 2 John. Today we're looking at 2 John, verses 10 and 11. Let's read what John has to say. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home. And don't greet him, for the one who greets him shares in his evil works. This has been a uh, passage which has been hotly debated, and people even disagree with it and say, that can't be right, because it sounds mean. It says, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home. Don't greet him. This just sounds downright rude. Now, first, let's look at this. Uh, Do not receive him. This is the third command of 2 John. The first command, back in verse 5, was love one another. The second command in verse 8 was watch yourselves. And now the third command here in verse 10, do not receive him. Let's go back to the beginning. He says, if anyone comes to you does not bring this teaching, what teaching? Christ's teaching. Last time we looked at the idea that Anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching, but goes beyond it, does not have God. Talking about those who deviate so much from the teaching of Christ that they've they've gone away from it. They no longer have the teaching of Christ. Those who have gone beyond, those who have gone their own way and have just so departed from the, the biblical message, so departed from the gospel. That's what he's talking about. Those people who do not bring the regular solid, for real, teaching of the Bible, of the Word of God, of the Gospel. So that's who he's talking about. Remember, he's been talking about the false teachers. That's been his concern. Those who are perverting the Word of God, who are denying the Word of God, who are changing the Word of God, and and have a whole new Gospel, which denies who Jesus is, denies the nature of the atonement on the cross, denies the very essence of salvation. It denies everything about the Christian message. These are the people he's concerned about. And these people, he is saying, don't receive them into your home and don't greet them. Some say it still sounds mean. Just because somebody's not a believer, somebody's got odd beliefs, should we be rude? The issue here is not being rude. It's not being cordial. It's not being warm. It's not being uh, accepting its supporting false religion, supporting the Antichrist. By welcoming them into your home, remember the, the way things were back then. You you come into town, uh, there's no Holiday Inn to stay at. There's not even a Motel 6 to stay at. There, there's not a lot of actual commercial establishments for staying, and those are pretty nasty, pretty ugly, and unsafe. So many people hospitality was a big thing you know stranger comes into town you you welcome them and allow them to stay in your home well if you're doing that with a false teacher someone who is changing the word of god who is leading people astray leading people from the truth to eternal damnation he's saying don't support that do not be an accessory to their crimes don't be supportive and uh, endorsing what they are doing So it's not a matter of being rude. It's a matter of not supporting the false teachers. 
He says, don't greet him, for the one who greets him shares in his evil works. Now, when you talk about what greeting means, the word translated as greet, Cairo, 90% of the time in the New Testament, that's translated as rejoice. So it's not just saying hello. It's also used in, in, as an opening in some letters, greetings. But there's an element of rejoicing. Of There's, a, there's an element of, of blessing, of acceptance. And he's saying you, you cannot have that kind of blessing and acceptance on someone who is leading people astray, who are doing the work of the devil. So that's the concern. So like the, the, word, uh, the word translated greet here, uh, in, in Philippians 4.4, 4, it occurs twice where Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. It's that same word, rejoice. So don't extend that kind of level of acceptance to somebody who is perverting the gospel. So what about when somebody shows up knocking on your door from a cult and wants to tell you about their cult? Is do we just slam the door in their face and be rude because we don't want to even greet them? No, no, that's that's not the case. Uh, this is talking about having uh, allowing someone to stay with you and supporting their endeavor and thereby supporting their false religion. There was a uh, a document written probably around 100 A.D., so really not very far different in time from when John is writing this letter. It's called the Didache, and the author is anonymous. It's probably just a, a collection from a, a variety of, of teachers, but it's a document which was meant to be a almost a handbook for Christian living, not to supplant the Word of God, but practical advice for people on how to live as followers of Christ. And one of it talks about this idea of people traveling, and so he says, about apostles and prophets, follow the rule of the gospel, which is this. Let every apostle who comes to you be welcomed as the Lord, but he shall not stay more than one day. And if it is necessary, the next day also. But if he stays three days, he's a false prophet. And when an apostle leaves, let him take nothing except bread to last until he finds his next lodging. But if he asks for money, he is a false prophet. So there, the idea is... These uh, traveling prophets, you, you let them stay for a day or two. If they want to stay longer than that, then they have essentially overstayed their welcome. And that shows they're just looking for support or money, and they're not looking to be a traveling prophet. And, and so that's the mindset of things, is be very careful who you are supporting. So what's this mean to us uh, as, as we... Uh, deal with these things? Well, one, in the form of our churches, be very careful who we support in our churches. Be very careful we are not actually assisting false teachers in our ministries by lending support either directly, monetarily, or even by tacit endorsement of what they're doing. So we've got to be very careful with this. What about the the door-to-door person who's, who's coming from a, a false religion and they want to talk to you about their false religion. Here's a, this is from uh, Danny Aiken and uh, he, he suggests this plan. He says, first, be kind and gracious. Genuinely love these persons. Remember, Christ died for those who stand before you. Second, if convenient and appropriate, invite them in for a brief visit. 
Third, establish clear and fair ground rules for the visit. I suggest you give them approximately 15 minutes to share without interruption what they believe. Encourage them to tell you what you what they believe a person must do to know God, to be saved, go to heaven. After they finish, then take 15 minutes and share your testimony. Require that you speak without interruption. Emphasize the assurance you have of eternal life through your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Fourth, when you finish, pray with them. Fifth, let them know you're open to speaking again. Now, this is not gospel. This is Danny Aiken's uh, suggestion. The whole point there is it's okay to talk to these people. And the fear, though, is that they've been through intensive training on how to come to someone's door and deal with every argument they raise. Well, notice in uh, Danny Aiken's example, there was no argument. It's allow them to tell you what they believe. Ask them some questions then. Particularly, what does it take to go to heaven? Then, share your testimony. Not get into a tit-for-tat argument about what about this, what about this, what about this, what about this, but share your testimony. And that's all you need. If, if you feel like getting into a uh, theological discussion with them, by all means. But John is not forbidding that. John is prohibiting the endorsement and assistance in these false teachers carrying out their self-appointed mission to lead people to hell. And we don't want to be a part of that. So the challenge here is be careful who we're supporting. As, as we talked last time, there's a, there's a lot of alleged Christian ministries, Christian churches who have done exactly what John was talking about. They have gone beyond. They have gone too far. And in doing so, have departed from biblical truth. Be careful. Three commands in Second John. Love one another. Watch yourselves. And do not receive him. The watch yourselves and do not receive him are all about guarding the truth. The truth of the gospel. The truth of Christ's teaching. And that was the theme we saw in First John. The idea of believe. Believe the truth. Believe rightly about Jesus and love one another. The truth matters. And, and we're so grateful that God has given us his truth through his word. So thanks for joining me and join me again next time as we continue looking at God's truth in Second John.